So kind of earning your stripes, being proud of what's on your body and how you look. I think that's really important. Um, of course, we're dealing with a lot of patients who have lost a lot of weight. And so some of them say, this reminds me of all the hard work I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, and this keeps me uh, focused on where I want to be. Hey, Refam. I'm Kate and welcome back to Keeping It Real. Let's talk about stretch, baby. This week, I'm joined by Remedispa's dermal clinician, Sophie, to talk about stretch marks. A lot of our patients are pretty extensive stretch marks because they're coming to see us after massive weight loss or they've had kids, which are some of the most common causes. Sophie is going to explain exactly what stretch marks are. And while I and many others adore how stretch marks look on bodies, she'll also chat about how to treat them if you're that way inclined. Hey, Sophia, thanks so much for joining us today. So today we're talking about stretch marks and it feels obvious because it's in the name. But when I was researching for it, I actually thought, what is a stretch mark? Right, so they're called striae and there are a lot of subheadings um, and subtypes of striae. Um, but basically a stretch mark is a type of scar that can occur in various parts of the body um, and the subtypes are basically giving us an indication of how they occurred. So if we talk about um, striae rubrae, that gives us an indication that it's red in colour and that it's an immature stretch mark, um, which then will change into another type of stretch mark when it's matured. Um, but if we talk about striae distense, which is the most common form of stretch mark, um, it's telling us that it occurred due to essentially um, stretching of the skin. And so it obviously gets that um, very distinct uh, texture in the stretch mark. So is that to do with how rapidly it stretched or how it came back. So do you mean that almost divoted wrinkly texture? Yeah. Yeah. So um, that touches on the role of collagen and elastin in the, the um, development of stretch marks. Um, and if you think of a closed slinky um, mm. as an analogy for a collagen bundle, what happens when a stretch mark develops is once the skin has stretched, whether it's from um, rapid weight loss or pregnancy um, or muscle building, uh, the collagen then stretches out and opens up. So I think of then an open slinky. And what can happen is um, that collagen bundle can become damaged uh, and give a certain distinct appearance to the skin. So it can become um, atrophic, which is basically a loss of volume in the stretch mark, um, and that can cause that wrinkly appearance or that divoted appearance. Gotcha. So interesting. Um, so you just mentioned then that you know rapid weight loss, pregnancy, um, mm-hmm. but also muscle building, so not always as a diminishing but also a stretching. Right. Are they kind of the main groups of people that receive the oh, – that get stretch marks or is – can it really happen to anyone for different reasons? Um, it happens to about 70% of – or they develop in about 70% of adolescent girls mm-hmm. um, and 40% of adolescent boys. Um, so basically um, the very – 
usually the first stretch marks we see on our own bodies are during puberty mm-hmm. um, or at high school. Uh, so they're very common and that's basically as a result of, we'll think of a 13, 14-year-old girl, the areas that change um, at that time in your life. Um, but also in places like behind the knees or the shoulders for young boys who who broaden at that oh, age. Um, yeah, so that's obviously from a... Um, stretching out or growing of a certain body part Mm -hmm. but then we see and a lot of the time I work with patients who have lost a large volume of body mass or weight um, and we also see stretch marks in those patients yeah um so yes it's from stretching and then from shrinking of a body area amazing so do they do stretch marks kind of look the same across different people or does it depend on skin type how you got the stretch mark Um, So they usually start off looking the same. So we see, say, early signs of striae are that pink colour and sometimes can become a little bit itchy or uncomfortable. Um, And they can be different colours depending on um, skin colour or melanin concentration in that area. So they can be um, pink or purple, sometimes brown, um, but they would generally mature into or change into a lighter colour, so a colour that resembles your skin colour, generally. Um, The time that that takes depends on genetics um, and the individual. I mean, you're just saying then that you're getting stretch marks on the back of the knee. That's so interesting. Can you get stretch marks anywhere on your body or are there more common areas? Um, We find it most common in areas that typically stretch out so for example in women the abdomen the hips um like i said earlier men in the shoulders um sometimes sometimes the breasts um i find personally the only area on my body that i have stretch marks is my upper chest because the volume of that area changed over time Mm -hmm. fascinating um so i personally love stretch marks they think they're my favorite mark on people's bodies right um but i am i know that some people don't love them as much as me Mm -hmm. um if somebody did want to treat their stretch marks what would be the best way to kind of go around that or is are they kind of with you for life well just to comment on the first part of um what you said in that you love your stretch marks awesome and there's actually a lot of um social media um commenting and presence around this this type of thing so kind of earning your stripes being proud of what's on your body and how you look I think that's really important um of course we're dealing with a lot of patients who have lost a lot of weight and so some of them say this reminds me of all the hard work I've done Mm -hmm. um and this keeps me uh, focused on where I want to be um uh, yeah. To answer the second part of your question in terms of treatment, there are a lot of options. Um, we can start with simple topical preparations. So um, a lot of the time um, in prevention of stretch marks, it might be – so, for example – in women who are planning to become pregnant, they might like to, before their belly starts stretching, um, apply uh, rich balms or oil-based products to really help hydrate that area and perhaps to prepare the skin for stretching and that way um, try to reduce the appearance of potential stretch marks. There's no knowing whether or not they'll physically manifest, but we do know that area is going to stretch, so preparing it is a good idea. Um, Alternatively, 
if you're coming into the clinic uh, with concerns of stretch marks, it's a really good idea to come in when they're red, if you have that um, opportunity, um, because when they're immature is the best time to treat them because there's still um, a blood supply in that area. So treatment, um, well, research finds that treatment is more effective in the early stages of the development of stretch marks. Um, Treatments that we offer here and of are of the most effective. So things like fractional resurfacing laser, which um, which we do use in the clinic, and we use the resurfex, um, which which is a laser that a lot of the scar patients are familiar with. Um, it's a non-ablative resurfacing machine, which basically means it's not taking anything off the surface of your skin, but it's doing the majority of its work in the dermal layer, which is the layer between your epidermis and then your fat layer, which is where collagen and elastin are abundant and where scars start from, really. Um, so there's a resurfacing laser. There's also needling, um, which can vary in its depth so we can really strictly control um, how we're using it and and what effect we're having on the skin, so the severity of the effect on the skin. Um, and then there are more topical treatments for stretch marks that are, have perhaps faded mm-hmm. that we'd like to um, reduce the appearance of. So we can use chemical peels really to help fade any remnant um, stretch mark because we know and, and research indicates that you can't really ever fully remove a stretch mark with any topical treatment, mm-hmm. um, but you can help to reduce the appearance. Gotcha. And I know that you said that people's healing time and um, a variety of other things kind of affect what stretch marks look like them on them or um, how they fade over time. Does that kind of come down to genetics or is it, you know, more like where they are on the fits scale? Um, well, we see stretch marks in everyone from a fits one to a fit six. Mm. Um Genetics play a huge and vital role in the appearance of stretch marks or the manifestation of stretch marks. Um, Of course, how many millions and billions of women have become pregnant? Some will say that they don't have one stretch mark on their body and others will say that their tummy area is full of them. Mm -hmm. Um, We see the same thing in weight loss and weight gain. Um, A lot of women will say, and men, that they have many stretch marks and others will say none. Um, And... Research, again, has found that there are lots of genetic variants associated with the manifestation and development of stretch marks in individuals. So it really does come down to genetics. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also plays a role in the way the body heals in general. Yeah. So post-surgically um, is another example of that. Um, and I know that, you know, there's a bit of confusion because of the very distinctive look of stretch marks. They do like often look like scars are they scars or is it different um so yes we approach stretch marks as though they are scars um reason being that on a cellular level the damage is long term um as i previously mentioned we can't fully um remove permanently remove stretch marks but we can do a lot especially in the early stages of development to reduce their appearance um but they are a scar in that they are permanent and the effects on a cellular level are also permanent. If you liked this episode of Keeping It Real, please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, why don't you have a flick through our past episodes? 
We'd love to hear your requests for future topics. So send your suggestions through to us on IG at Replastic Surgery. That's all for today. And we'll catch you next time for another peek into the world of plastic surgery.